You think about all the reasons why you do a lot of things you don't want to do just in your daily life, in your daily habits, in your daily routines is greed and fear. Think about investing, right? Why do you throw money away at things that ultimately lose money, that stock or that, you know, investment or whatever, follow the herd kind of deal, right? Because of the greed and fear. Many driven people use that as a chip on their shoulder. I carry two chips on my shoulder because I, I can tell you how many times I've been told you can't do that. And ultimately, I prove them wrong. Right. But it's the same greed, fear or proving someone wrong. That should be the root of your ultimate why. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? This is the end to end podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Yun Wen, affectionately called the ninja by my friends and family. And because I want my fans to be like friends and family, you can call me Ninja too. This is the end to end podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, motivation, drive, self improvement, success, and offering you morsels in this all you can eat buffet called life. Let's go. It is, uh, it's been a great week so far, and it's only uh, Tuesday as we're recording this. A um, lot of good news going around, developments, Legacy X tokens doing great, law firms doing great. And uh, just so you know, I want to start this podcast like I start all my days. And if you're new to the show, I want to let you know that I always start my podcasts just like I start my days. And that's with an expression of gratitude. So thank you all out there, whoever is listening, following, subscribing, um, sharing, most importantly. And also, if you're on Apple iTunes or Spotify or wherever you can leave a review, please do leave a review. That's how we grow a show and help climbing up the ranks in terms of uh, podcasts about self-improvement, life and motivation. But uh, always expressing gratitude is a great thing. That's consistent with the episode number one, that gratitude trumps everything. And so thank you for following, liking, sharing the show. Um, for many of you all new to the show, uh, this is done with my own money and my own time. As I say, it's done on my dime, on my time. No sponsors. And so the only way we grow the show and grow our message of inspiring billions of people around the planet is to share the show. So if you found a value in this this show, any other show, Value in terms of you liked it, made you giggle, found something interesting, improved your life, any type of value, please do share the show. As I like to say, if your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. So, like I said, a lot of positive momentum going on. Uh, about to be start of fall, kids back in school, you know, getting back to a routine, normal-ish schedule. But uh, the reason why things are going and rolling along is momentum. And Having gone through the first, you know, eight eight months of the of the year, um, being able to stay consistent during times of, uh, you know, during times when you don't want to do do things or stay on that that discipline or stay on the right path to the success that you're looking for or whatever goals you're looking for, and so this podcast is about that. Um, you know, as I've been traveling, as you all know, every weekend for almost the whole summer with my son who's, who's, you know, trying to get recruited to play basketball at the college level. Um, it's a lot of ups and downs. And so to stay consistent in that and to be able to continue on that quest, uh, we, have a, we, we had a recent discussion about finding your why. A lot of motiva motivational podcasters, a lot of self-improvement gurus, they always talk about you have to find your why. What is your purpose? Why are you doing these things? And yes, it is true that you have to find your why. But I will grant you that your why is not 
specific or detailed enough to keep the grind going. And why do I say that? The finding the why or the purpose, as I said, is is very important because not everything is going to be good or positive. In fact, most of the time, it's going to be negative. Uh, you, you know, you're going to have setbacks, failures, and you got to have that mental um, mental framework to keep pushing. And so, the, a lot of gurus, the science says you got to find your why. And most people's why. Uh, or the purpose of why they do things is centered around things like, oh, man, I do it for my family. I do it for my kids. I want to leave a legacy. Um, I want to, you know, I want to make more money. I want it's very kind of superficial reasons why. All valid. All valid reasons. But I would grant you that when they're so broad, like I want to do it for my family. I do this for my family. I do this for my kids. It's not going to give you that deep dig to really push through hard enough, right? Because what's the flip side of that? I do this for my family, but if I fail, they're going to forgive me anyways. They're going to still love me. You see how that works? So you give yourself just a sliver of a reason to not push as hard or just a sliver of some rationality that allows you to not, to not, go all the way or give yourself an excuse to not to accept the failure, right? I go back to human nature and there are two main influential, persuasive, motivating feelings or, or mentalities that drives people. And it's fundamental. It's greed and fear. Greed and fear. So when I say find your why, think about tying it into greed and fear. And that'll give you that extra motivation to do things when you don't want to do them. Do the things that are required. Go back to episode, I think, I don't know, 64, about doing things that are required instead of optional. To do the things that are required when you don't want to do them. Tie your why into greed and fear. Now, what do you mean by that? Right? Sounds kind of negative. Well, it actually is not. Right? If you think about all the reasons why you do a lot of things you don't want to do, just in your daily life, in your daily habits, in your daily routines, is greed and fear. Think about investing, right? Why do you throw money away at things that ultimately lose money? That stock or that you know, investment or whatever, follow the herd kind of deal, right? It goes to greed and fear. Greed, because everyone else is doing it, you see them making money. Oh, I want some too. Let me just do something irrational, even though I, I know it's more important that I should save my money to invest in myself, but let me go chase this. That's greed. Or fear, fear of missing out, right? Everybody else is doing it, and if I don't do it too, and it's a positive result, then I, everybody's going to ridicule me because I didn't do it, and now I have a fear of missing out. So you do things irrational, right? Or when you know, for example, if you're a student, and you know you got to study for a test, but then your friends are like, hey, man, come out and have a drink. Let's go have a good time. You know you should study, but you have a fear of missing out of the fun, so you go. Right? 
greed and fear. Those are very uh, uh, granular levels of, of whys, right? We're thinking, you know, that the why can manifest in a bigger thematic way of life or also to the daily decisions that you make. But tie them into feed and greer. I mean, uh, feed, <laughs> greed and fear. Sorry, I'm a little dyslexic. Actually, I've used that to my advantage. That's another episode. But greed and fear. Okay. I'll give an example this morning. Right. I train my, I, I, my parents are in their 80s and they live within 10 minutes of me, 10, 15 minutes. And uh, uh, for various reasons, um, we stopped training over the summer. And so we're trying to get back into training them. But in order to fit their training into my schedule, I have to do it super early. And when I train them, it's like 10 minutes of exercise, you know, enough for somebody in their 80s to just stay, stay in rhythm, in health. Um, so today it was scheduled to go at 5.45 a.m. Okay. Uh, for me to hit that, I got to go back to working out at 4 o'clock a.m., uh, 4.30 Work out at 4.30, finish at 5.30, get to the house at 5.45, give them their workout. Um, my workouts, I've moved it a little bit because of my schedule with uh, my son's training to 7. So it took me a little, it, it, it takes me to reset to go back to 4 a.m., wake up, get to the gym, 4.30, etc. Uh, I had a hard time with it this morning, struggled. Now, just to let you know, I'm human too. Struggled with it. But what got me out of bed, right? It wasn't the, hey, I'm doing this for my grandparents. I mean, my grandparents. I'm doing this for my parents, right? I'm doing it for the health. That could be a reason why, right? But that reason why would have allowed me to just mail it in and, hey, let's do this tomorrow instead. Let's start tomorrow. For me, I turned it into a fear Again, fear of missing out, which is, hey, my parents are in their 80, late 80s. Who knows how much time they have left, right? I had a fear, or I, I, I framed it in my mind as a fear of not maximizing the time that I have left with them. So I told myself as I'm you know, debating, sleep, you know, mail it in or whatever. Cause I'm, I'm tired. I've had a strong, a heavy workout this weekend and yesterday. So my body's tired, but in my mind, I had a frame it of, let me get up and let me spend these quality 15, 20 minutes with them today. Because who knows, who knows when that time comes, there's no makeup time, Right. And that's how serious it was in the conversation in my head this morning about, hey, get up at 4, 4.30, let's go, let's go, let's go. It was, man, if I don't go, who knows when's the, when the next time I'm going to have the 15, 20 minutes with them. So it was the fear, which was my why, that allowed me to do something that I didn't want to do. Honestly, my brain, my body were tired. Didn't want to do it. Still got it done. Right? Fear and greed, fear and greed. For me personally, what drives me, right? The greed part 
is there are things that I want in my life that require an extraordinary amount of work to get. And I'm greedy like that. I want the nice things. Many of y'all who follow me see my car, see the house, etc. I want nicer than that. That's the greed. Deeper than that is a fear of letting myself down. Okay? I, deep down, and you go back to episode one, how do I define success? Success defined for me and what I hope you all adopt is living to your fullest controllable potential. Not your fullest potential because there are random things that happen in life out of your control that could prevent somebody from living to their fullest potential. For like athletes, it could be an injury, right? Can't control injuries but you were not able to maximize your potential. So a successful life lived, in my mind, is being able to live to your fullest controllable potential. Okay? The key word there is controllable. And if if you don't maximize the amount of effort that you're able to put in, then you're not achieving your fullest controllable potential. And so the other driver for me on a very like thematic level, as I talked about, is fear of not reaching that potential. I know the gifts that I've been given. Everybody has unique gifts that you're inherently born with that you got to pull out of yourself. Everybody has it. You got to find it and be able to pull it out of yourself. And so for me, my fear is that I don't extract out of me, just like kind of mining gold out of the earth. If I don't pull all that gold out of me, then I've let myself down. Not only that, I've let whatever higher being you believe in, the universe, God, whatever, you've let that entity down in gifting you with what you have. So I have that fear. Now I'll tie this into a third motivating why. And it's both greed and fear, but most people do what they do because they feel like they have to prove something. Prove somebody else wrong. There's got to be, I guarantee you, there's somebody in your life who said, man, what are you talking about? You can't do that. You're not built for that. Man, what are you talking about? You're not, you're not talented enough. Right? That in itself, proving something wrong or proving it to yourself is a third reason why. But that's also tied to fear and also greed. Greed in the sense of let me do it so that I can prove to you I can do it and I'm the better person. So your, your greed for that pride can be motivation or the fear that that person is right. Man, he said I couldn't do it. I don't think I can. Is he right? Many driven people use that as a chip on their shoulder. I carry two chips on my shoulder because I, I can tell you how many times I've been told you can't do that. And ultimately, I prove them wrong. Right? But it's the same greed, fear, or proving someone wrong that should be the root 
of your ultimate why, right? For me, I actually have to prove myself wrong. Sometimes that, that doubt in your head, like you're trying to do something great. Your mind keeps telling me, man, you can't do this. You can't do this. Well, let me prove to myself that I'm wrong. My Whatever that voice in my head is telling me that I can't do it, let me prove to that voice that I'm wrong. That's actually how you grow. That's actually the result of self-improvement. It's like 75 hard, man. When I talk to people about doing it, actually I might reload coming up into the fall here, leading into winter. The whole can't drink, got a disciplined diet, workout twice a day, et cetera, et cetera. People, man, you can't do that. That's too disciplined. Oh, man, that must suck. How do you go without drinking alcohol for 75 days, et cetera? I'll prove to you how I can do it, right? So every day on 75 hard, when I don't feel like going to work out at 100 degrees outside, man, that dude said, it's too hard. You shouldn't be able to do this. Well, let me prove to you. Those are very, very easy, motivational reasons to, to be able to do things when you don't want to do them. And again, going to live to your fullest controllable potential. Because all these things you can control. That inner drive, that inner motivation, you control it. It's just how you talk about it, how you think about it, how you frame it right to give you that motivation to control the variables you can control to live to your fullest potential, right? I've been discounted. Look, we moved to the America. My parents brought us over since the Vietnam War. In my youth, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say racial hate, but a lot of racial discounting against Asians because of the Vietnam War and, you know, the whole politics. I don't want to get into it, but in my youth. So <laughs> we were discounted already. We were discounted already. In fact, we're still discounted sometimes in some certain arenas. I'll give you an example, very stark example, nothing about race. But when I talked to my son in hoops, super talented, I said, Nate, you got two things already against you, right? He's tall but skinny, so physically tall and lean, super quick, super athletic, but tall and lean, so not physically of the stature. So you got to pass the eye test to get respect. So you got you to gotta be able to pass the, man, he looks like a hooper kind of mentality because everybody already has a visual image in their head of what a basketball player looks like, right? And he's got the height, but he doesn't have the musculature yet. He's working on it. But the second thing, and don't interpret this as being race because it's fact, he's Asian. Right? He's Asian in a sea of, you know, mostly African-American, black American athletes in basketball. It's fact. Uh, also Caucasians and Hispanics, but rarely do you see an Asian kid at his level, actually at his level. We go to these college camps, he's probably one of two. Many times he's the only Asian kid in the entire camp of, you know, 50 to 200 players, which carries a lot of pride for me. Nothing against race, nothing about race. I'm just saying he's achieved a certain level. But my point is, is that he can use that as motivation on those days that he doesn't want to work out, those days that 
he has doubt in his mind about his own ability, right? He's got something to prove, right? He's got a fear of letting down himself or the others that are in his circle that support him. And he's chasing a dream. It's a fear of missing out on a dream. He wants to acquire the dream to get that pride, that greed to say, hey, man, I did it. Right? It's not, it's not a negative thing. Pride is not a negative thing if used correctly. Pride with humbleness is not a negative thing. But in order to say, hey, I did it. I did it. I'm chasing it. Strong motivation. And for those of y'all who've achieved any elite level of athletics, you know how much of a grind it is. Waking up at five, weights, training, nutrition, sleep, missing out on, you know, friends parties, you know, social gatherings. It's a grind. But achieving elite things that are rare takes that kind of discipline. And so you got to find that why, right? And I will challenge you to dig deeper than it's for my family or for my kids. I want to leave a legacy. I want to make more money. That's too broad. That's not going to give you that, um, that really deep motivation when you really don't want to do the things that you know you have to do. Challenge you to dig a little deeper. Tie your whys into fear, greed, or prove something, okay? Either to yourself or to those who doubt you, right? I guarantee you, if you tie it into those three things, it will become easier, easier to do things when you don't want to do. In fact, it'll give you motivation to even do more so that you get to your goals, you get to your dreams a lot faster, okay? Fear, greed, prove somebody wrong. Find your why, right? And if you want to share them with me, leave them in the comments, uh, put them on Instagram, DM me, happy to explore them with you, okay? Email them to me, askask at the end, number two end podcast.com, right? If you want to know my whys in more detail, Happy to share them with you. Hopefully, it'll give you some ideas. But I challenge you, get a deeper dive into your why, and you will find that success comes a lot easier. Glad to bring you another episode of the N2N Podcast. If you found any value in this, any value at all, if you found your why, please do share the show. If your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. Um, once again, express some gratitude. How I end my day, actually. Uh, I end my day with gratitude, so I'll end my show with gratitude. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for giving me your attention in the last 20-some-odd minutes. And uh, if you found something valuable, again, please do. If your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. Leave a review. That's how we grow as well, how we rank up in the ranks of the podcast so that we, more people can hear and join our movement of inspiring billions of lives across this planet. So be great today. Be even more grateful. Looking forward to bringing you another episode very, very soon.